Hey friend, welcome to the Good Gets Better podcast. I'm your host, Amber Vreeland, and I am so excited for this episode because I'm going to be sharing with you the conversation that I had with Chris Tomlin and also the story behind how I ended up having these artist interviews and all that good stuff. But first, I just want to take a second to pray with you and invite the Lord in to our day. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this day. I pray that you would bless it and that we would be a light to the people around us. I pray that you would bless our friends and family and that everyone around us and us would just continue to grow in deeper relationship with you. Help us to leave everything that is weighing on us at your feet and to not take it back. Lord, that when we release what we are worried about and what we are stressed about and the battles we're facing, that we would truly release it and that we wouldn't continue to dwell on those things because there is rest and peace when we truly give our battles to you. So Lord, we just thank you so much for all that you've done in our lives so far and all that you have yet to do. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. So the story of how I got these artist interviews began in May of this year. And at the time, I was a radio host and I had been told about this Christian music broadcasting conference down in Florida, that there was a lot of artists that went to this and performed and that it had some really cool like workshops to learn more about the radio industry and podcast industry. And I was like, wow, that's super interesting. But I wasn't planning on going because at the time I was planning on buying a car. I had saved up all this money for this car and I went to actually buy it and it just did not work out. And so then I was like, okay, Lord, clearly you don't want me to buy this car right now. So what would you like me to do with this money that I saved up? And I felt like the Lord was wanting me to reconsider going to this conference. And so what I said to the Lord was, okay, Lord, if you want me to go to this conference, then I'm going to ask my mom And if she's super on board with me going, then I'll know that you do want me to go. But if she's hesitant, then I'll know that I'm not to go to this. And so I asked my mom and she was super stoked about the idea. And she really wanted me to go and not miss out on the opportunity. And that's when I knew, okay, I'm going to go. I booked the tickets to the conference and my airplane tickets and it was official that I was going. And then a few weeks before the conference, I just felt so strongly that the Lord was nudging me to reach out to a few of the artists' managers to see if any of them would be willing to have an interview with me. My strategy was the more artists' managers I reach out to, the more likely I am to have one interview. Like I literally was thinking 
just one interview, maybe, like maybe. I didn't even think that I would have one interview, but I ended up having 10 interviews and almost every artist manager got back to me, which is just wild. (laughs) And I was so ecstatic and encouraged. And I don't think it really felt real to me until I actually got to the conference. And I ended up bringing my mom with me because I was like, okay, I need a support system. I need a momager. (laughs) And so I brought her with me and it ended up being a fun little girl's trip. But the first night of the conference, before any of the interviews took place, I had so much anxiety and stress about these interviews and the enemy was just speaking so many lies into my ear and I was leaning into those lies of you're not good enough, you're too young for this, nobody's going to take you seriously, it's not going to work out, so many different things and I was so close to canceling all of my interviews before they even happened. Like I literally was telling my mom that I was going to cancel the interviews because I just didn't think I could do it. I didn't think I was strong enough. I didn't think I was good enough, like so many different things. And my mom was there to just speak truth into me. And she kept me from making what would have been probably one of the worst decisions that I could have made. If I had chosen to not go through with those interviews, then I would have missed out on such a big blessing that the Lord was giving me. And what this just encourages me with is how important it is to have people in your life that will speak truth over you during difficult times. The enemy desires to ruin anything good that the Lord is trying to send to you. Whenever the Lord is trying to bless you in a beautiful, awesome way, the enemy wants to make it so that it doesn't happen. So the enemy will do anything it takes to try to ruin it. He'll speak lies over you, but the enemy's lies are so easy to listen to because the way that the enemy lies is he adds a little bit of truth into it. The facts are the Lord is what qualifies you. The Lord is the one who equips you. Like, I'm not deserving of any of it at all. And that's a fact. But the Lord is the one who calls a person to do a thing. And he will then equip you to do it. And I just think that's so true for us. So the following morning, I woke up. And I chose to have courage and to face these interviews, but I don't believe for a moment that courage is the absence of fear. I believe that courage is the choice to trust God, even when you're afraid, even when things seem impossible or difficult, trusting God with the outcome. And I am so thankful that we don't have to figure things out on our own, that we have a God who cares for us so much, that we don't have to worry about a thing. We just have to do 
what he calls us to do and to be disciplined and to take care of the things that he gives us. And then he will let everything fall into place. And he factors in all of the mistakes that we make in our life into his good plan for our lives. So that is how my interviews ended up happening. And these interviews are honestly probably the coolest experience that I've ever had in my life. Genuinely, I can't even think of anything that could top what that was (laughs) Uh, because it was so just out of this earth. It was a miracle. I truly believe it was a miracle because that's not something I could have done on my own strength. And anytime I think of that trip, I think of the scripture, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. It doesn't say we're going to find the strength within ourselves. It says that we will find the strength in God because he's the one who gives us strength. And that means that it's so important who we choose to listen to, who we choose to lean on. And yeah, so I think it's time to get into the story of my conversation with Chris Tomlin. And his manager was so professional and very direct. Basically, (laughs) she told me that I was to meet him at this hotel suite and that it would be 10 minutes with him maximum. So 10 minutes only, and that included setup time, the interview, and meeting him, all of it. And there was no videoing or filming allowed in the hotel room during the interview at all. And on top of that, I had to send all of my questions that I was going to ask Chris to the manager for approval before the interview as well. And none of those things had applied to any of the other artists that I interviewed. And so I found that so interesting, but also it made it so much more intense. (laughs) And on top of all of that, my interview with Chris Tomlin was at the end of the day on the second day of the trip after I had interviewed four other artists in a row. So it was like (laughs) I went from all these other artists and I was like jumping from artist to artist and then boom, suddenly Chris Tomlin. And I was the most stressed, I think, about Chris Tomlin just because of how intense all of the like the whole order of things was. And I go up to this hotel room and there's another radio host waiting outside the door for her turn to interview him. And she was alone and I could not imagine going in alone because Chris Tomlin showed up late and he had his bodyguards with him and his managers, plural. And eventually it was my turn to go in. And when I went in, He had all of his managers and people sitting around listening to the interview happen, which made it like just so much more intense again. And they had this really cool interview set up 
with these two leather chairs and a backdrop. It was awesome, but I was like, where am I right now? Like, how am I here? That's truly one of the thoughts that I had in my mind. And I sat down and shook his hand and our conversation began, but it was so cool. And I'm just going to let you listen to that conversation with Chris Tomlin now because it was super cool to hear what he had to say. So here we go. Here is the conversation that I had with Chris Tomlin. I am joined by a very special guest today. His name is Chris Tomlin. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. So I had a quick question for you. Uh Uh-huh. What is a song that means the most to you from the beginning and then one from like that you've done recently? Oh, yeah, great. I think um, from the beginning would be, that's a great question. I would, um, I would say maybe this, this little song I wrote in the 1900s, um, back in 1996 <laughs> called uh, We Fall Down. Mm. And it's a little simple chorus. And because that was the first song that people started singing that went past like just wherever I was doing little worship nights. And mm-hmm. and that was a song that I would have never dreamed that would start a journey that I would never dream. Here we are 30, almost 30 years later, you know, yeah. and uh, crazy. And so that one um, was that, that is a simple chorus that I still sing, still sing in, 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 in concerts. And it's it it feels still as special as it did then. Mm-hmm. Um recently uh, probably this new song that we released called holy forever yes yeah, such a good song and that that has a that just f- from the moment we started writing it it's like mm-hmm. all right this has this feels something special to me and what i love about it is i see in in worship there are songs of uh really two categories these days and there's songs of uh, deliverance and songs of transcendence and what i mean mm-hmm. by that is and most songs fall in the camp of deliverance. They're like the Lord, I need your help. Mm-hmm. Help me. I need your mercy. I need your grace. It's like a more more of there's nothing wrong with it, but it's more me focused, more us. And then there's those songs that just take us to another place. That's nothing about us. It's just about God's greatness, mm-hmm. His holiness, the worship of God. And those songs, you know, they've been written throughout the years. Some holy, 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 right? The hymn yeah. to to this song, holy forever. And it's just that reminder of the greater story it lifts our eyes up and i've i have found that when you can connect people to those kind of songs mm-hmm. that it changes the it completely changes the atmosphere of every room because it it lifts everybody together off of off of yourself off of what maybe your own circumstance onto just collectively together the goodness of, and greatness of god and mm-hmm. and it's an everlasting song the eternal song and that's what we're reminding people that this song this not not this not the specific song I wrote, but the scripture says that day and night, they never stop saying, "Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty." Yeah. Who was and is and is to come, and if that's not my words, that's God's words, mm-hmm. and so it says that's a never-ending song of worship. And so, if you can help people join in that song, mm. you, you know you're just kind of touching heaven together a yeah. little bit with that. And so maybe this song does that in some way maybe it helps people mm-hmm. in that way i hope it does it's brand new but we'll see where it goes in the years to come yeah i've heard it and i feel like so connected to god when i'm listening to it because i'm singing the same song as the people up in heaven are mm-hmm. to god and that's so cool um so 
has there been a specific moment in your life where you felt like God just spoke to you the clearest and the loudest? Hmm. Um, you know, I, there's different markers of life. Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember um, being those those moments where I just call them the, the kind of awakening moments. You kind of have them throughout life. You just like awaken to a new thing. And mm-hmm. um, I can remember being um, in eighth grade. When you say that, I can remember being it takes me back there <laughs> in a, in a, at a at a at a camp, a youth camp. Mm-hmm in the middle of worship service and they were singing these songs of worship and I remember being so moved like I did not know what was going on I wasn't ready for it wasn't looking for it wasn't coming in saying man God I would love to hear from you Mm -hmm. and it was just like I I couldn't stay in the room I was in a room of about a thousand uh, kids my age and I couldn't even stay in there I ran out the back of the room and the counselors were like what's the camp counselors (laughs) like what what is he doing I started running um, like out the back of this room into this field. And there was this field out and that uh, there was this tree, ran to this tree, knelt at this tree and said, God, I know you're speaking to me. I remember kneeling there and saying, and saying these words, I know you're speaking to me. I have no idea what you're saying. I don't even know how to really hear what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I just want you to know that I am whatever you want for the rest of my life. Wow. And I did not pray I want to be a songwriter. God, it'd be amazing. It wasn't, it was just no moment of like telling the Lord what I'd like to do. It was like, mm-hmm. it was one of those moments where you're just so, you feel like, like the, you feel like there's a presence of God mm-hmm. and you're just like, I just got to get down low. I got to mm-hmm. get down low and say, God, I don't know why you're speaking to me, but whatever you, what, whatever it is, I'm, I'm saying yes. And mm-hmm. you know, as looking back now, I, how many it's through scripture, you know, it's like that is the answer, right? To say yes to God, mm-hmm. just being available. It's not, yeah. it's not, Lord, it's not telling God your plans and saying, let's, let's do this. It's like, Lord, I'm just available wherever you lead me. Yep. And so that's, that was a big marking moment. And, you know, and it's, as I, as I got older and older and I would think about all these decisions of life, God would bring me back to that tree and just saying, and I remember that moment of just saying, yes, yes, Lord, wherever you want me to go. Wow. It's a here I am, send me moment. hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. Yes. My last question for you is, is there something that you would like to share with your listeners that maybe they don't know about you or even a piece of encouragement? Mm. Well, if you don't know anything about me, um, I have three girls. Um, that's probably the most, my, most thing I'm most proud of, most <laughs> grateful for is my family. Mm. Um, I have three daughters. I'm a girl dad, which is hilarious because I only had brothers growing up, my whole family. <laughs> And uh, my wife asked me all the time, how does it, how this happen to you? I was like, I don't know. Um, I'm just looking around. And it's just girls everywhere. And so life is like every day is like, um, I like to say there's lots of mo- emotion in my house. Um, somebody's <laughs> crying at all times. Um, it's usually me, but somebody's crying <laughs> at all times. <laughs> and just, I just, I just, that's what I love the most, you know. Um, the music and all that is one thing and I'm so grateful for it grateful for these songs grateful for touring grateful to make records grateful that people sing these songs Um, but the greatest gift God's given me is my family and just love being with them and raising girls and so and we're in it too I have an 11 year old 8 year old and a 2 year old so we have a big span whole combination yes It has been a privilege to sit and chat with you. So thank you so much for hanging out with me. So that was the conversation or interview, whatever you want to call it, 
that I had with Chris Tomlin and it's still so wild to me to this day. And I loved the story that he shared about his encounter with God back in middle school at a camp. And I just think it's so cool how we can see the fruit and the evidence of God in Chris's life because Chris is like one of the most well-known, impactful worship leaders ever. Well, (laughs) in my opinion. And then we can also feel inspired in our own lives, knowing that when the Lord says that he has great plans for us, that it is true and that we can trust in that. And he can literally do anything with you today. He could have a great, great blessing in store for you today. And that's why every day we should be so excited for what the Lord has planned. Because even in our mundane days, even in our routine days, the Lord is working. And he intentionally planned every single day of our life. Because the Bible says that he wrote every single day of our life in his book before we were even born. So even the days where you feel like nothing happened or like you didn't do anything super important, the Lord still wanted you to have that day. He still planned for you to have that day. And he factored in all of the mistakes you'd make, every little thing that you would say to your friends, to your peers. And it just makes me have so much peace when I think about it because in our lives, we face a lot of battles. We face a lot of friendships or relationships that end and it's just so refreshing to know that it's all in his control so there are gonna be people out there that won't like you and that's okay because the people that are in your life the people that stick by your side even through difficult times are the people that the lord wants you to have in your life they are your people And sometimes the Lord wants you to have friends for a season and he's using you in their life and he's using them in your life to teach you things. And you may not even realize it until later. You may not even realize it until we're up in heaven and the Lord can tell us exactly the reason why certain things happened in our lives. But every single thing is for a reason. Everything that God says and speaks over your life will be. And so when the Lord promises you something, just anything, when he promises you peace, it is true. And you can know that because nobody can take back what the Lord has spoken over you. The Lord doesn't change his mind. And I'm so grateful for that. Anyway, I'm getting a little off track. After that interview that I had with Chris Tomlin, he was actually performing and I think that was probably why they set that 10-minute max rule with us because he needed to get on stage. But I was able to see his performance and he sang Good Good Father and his new song, Holy Forever. And wow, God was in the room. It was one of those worship moments where you get goosebumps and... I just couldn't help but cry because I was just so in awe of God in that moment. And I had sang Good Good Father in worship during church service 
for years. And I never, ever could have imagined singing Good Good Father after just having a one-on-one conversation with him for like 10 minutes. Never in my life could I have imagined that. And that's what God's doing in your life. He's going to work on things for you that you never could have imagined. And then you're going to see the fruit of that. And this is why I think it's so important that we think about and we take time to reflect on all of the incredible things that the Lord has done in our lives. Because I honestly, there are some days where I forget about all of this. I forget about this experience. I forget what God has done in my life. And I get all bummed out. And I start to doubt my worth and all these different things. But it's when we remember this is how faithful the Lord has been. This is how good the Lord has been to me that suddenly there's so much hope and joy to be had. And joy is a choice. And so I just encourage you to choose joy today, to choose gratitude, to choose praise. And I just thank you so much for listening to the end. And a new episode will be dropping on this podcast every Monday. So I will chat with you again next week, next Monday. I would also super appreciate it if you rated this, maybe even followed or subscribed, depending on what platform you're listening on. And yeah, thank you for just spending time with me. I hope you have a great day. Just remember that when you focus on the good and when you focus on God, the good gets better.